today we're reading a story. Maybe some of you have this book. This is the, the, a version of the Bible, and this one has pictures in it too. You guys have that one too? So I'm going to read from it. I think there's a lot of you that have it. So before we start, I'm going to pray because sometimes when we pray, it just helps us notice our bodies and it helps us notice where God is at, which is right next to us. So I'm going to pray. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this church. Thank you for the ways that you provide for us through this food that we ate and through everyone here being together with your love, God. We ask that you would help us have eyes to see your love today. Thank you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Okay, this one is called The Friend of Children. Jesus' friends were arguing. Who was the most important helper in God's kingdom? They wanted to know. I am, James said. No, you're not, Peter. I am. Nonsense, Matthew said. I'm the cleverest. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, no, no. And it went on like this for some time. This silliness. Ugh. You see, Jesus' friends had started thinking that they had to do something to make themselves special to Jesus. That if they were the cleverest or the nicest or really good at something, that Jesus would like them best. But they had forgotten something. Something God had been teaching his people all throughout the years. That no matter how smart you are, or how good you are, or how rich you are, how nice you are, or how important you are, none of that makes any difference. Because God's love is a gift. And anyone will tell you that the whole thing about gifts is that it's free, right? And all you have to do is reach out your hands and take it. So while Jesus' friends were arguing, some people who know all about getting gifts, in fact, you might say they were gift experts, had come to see Jesus. Who do you think they were? Who do you think they were, guys, in the picture? The children. That's right. Jesus' helpers tried to send them away. Jesus doesn't have time for you, they said. He's too tired. But they were wrong. Jesus always had time for children. Don't ever send them away, Jesus said. Bring the little ones to me. Now, if you had been there, what would you think? That you would have had to line up quietly to see Jesus? Or do you think Jesus would have asked you how good you are first before he'd give you a hug? Would you have to be on your best behavior, get dressed up, and not, be, not speak until you're spoken to? Would you have to do all those things? No. Or would you have done just what these little children did? Run straight up to Jesus, let him pick you up in his arms, swing you around, kiss you and hug you, then sit you on his lap and listen to your stories and your chats. You see, Jesus, children love Jesus because they knew they didn't do, have to do anything special for Jesus to love them. All they needed to do was to run into his arms. And that's just what they did. Well, and after all the laughing and games, Jesus turned to his helpers and said, no matter how big you grow, no matter how, don't lose your child's heart. Put your full trust in God. Be like these children. They are the most important in my kingdom. What do you guys think? Who, do, who is the most important in God's kingdom? 
everyone, but who did Jesus say just now? They, the children, were the most important in God's kingdom. Whoa. So I just wanted to point out a couple things that I heard in this story. One thing I heard was that not only does Jesus love everyone, but he especially loves children. Yes, Jesus was talking about his kingdom. Did you notice that? That in his kingdom, the most important people are the kids. Now, if Jesus has a kingdom, who's the king? God, right? Jesus is the king. So if Jesus is in charge, okay, put on your, think, think, put on your thinking caps for a second, your imagination. Close your eyes. Think about Jesus being king. Now, that's like a teacher being in charge of their their classroom, or a king of a kingdom. There's all sorts of ways to be in charge. So if Jesus is in charge, now you guys get to talk about this at your tables, that means that little people are important. That means that everybody's stories matter. That Jesus is always fair. Everyone has what they need. Now, I have a little secret to tell you guys. Sometimes grown-ups forget to trust God. I know. I believe it. Grown-ups forget to trust God. And you might actually be able to teach us, us grown-ups, how you see God. You might be able to show us something that grown-ups can't see. So I want you to do this for me. Put your glasses on. Say, I can see God. Can you say that? I can see God. That's right. And so when we're at our tables tonight, guess what? You get to help us see God in a different way. Did you know that Jesus says we're supposed to be like children? Everybody. He was talking to grown-ups that we are supposed to be like children because children trust a lot easier sometimes than grown-ups do. And so, guess what? We have some really fun activities around our tables. And you guys get to share. You guys get to be, you guys get to be on the, some teams. Now, if you stand up without moving from the, the carpet, stand up and look around at the tables. Now, if you're not sitting with a kid, please move to, to sit with a kid because we, we're wanting to join in multi-generational tonight. So... If you're not with a kid, find a kid to sit near because we want to hear how they see God and how they get to do these activities. So do you see how some of the tables have lions, some of them have a giraffe, some of them have a monkey? That's the team that you guys are on. And your team is going to work together. There's some, some discussion questions, some things that you guys can talk about first, and then you're going to work on an activity and describing who is a child of God. Now, who is a child of God? Do you have to be special to be a child of God? No. Do you have to be really important to be a child of God? Do you have to be super, super smart to be a child of God? No. Anyone who trusts Jesus is made to be a child of God. So we're going to do an activity around that too. So Alana, why don't you come up and share what we're going to do at the end before, after we are done talking about what we just shared.
So after we have our discussion, we're going to be creating a little paper doll person. And you're supposed to make it look like yourself. However, our kids are going to be the experts tonight. And they're going to help us know how to make our paper doll person. So I have some team leaders around the tables. They have packets if you want to know who they are. Um, basically, they'll just help lead the discussion with the kids so that they can help you make your paper doll person. And then at the end, we'll take communion together and do a blessing. All right, you guys can go back to your tables, figure out what team you're on, and you guys can start chatting about the story. Thank you. 